Good love our gracious queens Are true and religious queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United United Queendom. Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. It's Bag of Chips having a bag of brown with United Queendom. Ed, so do you think we should expand our merchandise and do a dildo based on Jimbo's Butch Queen outfit as we know Daisy May Cooper will squirt? God, the thought of her squirting was not something I needed this week, but you better squirt. (laughs) You you better squirt. Yeah, I mean, you know, she was... Squirting nine to five. (laughs) What a way to make a living. She, um, yeah, she was, she was, she was a good... A good um, addition to the show this week and... Um, Better than yeah. Ava Max, anyway. Sorry. <sighs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ava Min, more like. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's crack on with the show. We don't need to do any spoilers or anything because it's on British TV. Um, sorry if you're in, you know, America and you've got to pay for WoW Presents Plus. There we go. Tough shit. Um, so... It's your turn to pay. So, yeah, it is. <laughs> Just like fame. Um, so, yeah, so I think the first thing we have to say is um, right in the VTs, as the show begins, Cheryl Hole says, it seems so real now. Oh, God. <laughs> I know every fucking episode. Um, uh, we need to rate, by the way, don't we? <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to rate it <laughs> with an... Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Um, well, I mean, I gave it ten last week and it's not as good as that. So, you know, it's not even a nine. So it's eight. Okay, eight. I'll do eight. Let's <laughs> meet on eight. Look at our simpatico. We love each other. It's amazing. I know. I mean, it's crazy at the moment. We were so... What was it? All Stars 6 when we were just constantly at other ends of the spectrum. Mm, we were. Me we at were. the right end, you at the wrong end. But now we're just both, <laughs> we've both met in some sort of oasis of peace and harmony. Oh, it's so beautiful. I could squirt myself. Um, <laughs> and I've squirted myself quite a few times. Okay. Well, I mean, we start off, obviously, in the workroom. Everyone's chatting. And um, we realise and find out that Jim picked um, Jenny Jacquet's lipstick due to a bond she had to honour, she says. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, it was no surprise because you could tell last week that she was leaning that way. Mm. What I was surprised more at is that Jimbo, because Jimbo's quite, like, unafraid of confrontation, quite Mm. honest. I thought she would have been more 
she kind of like almost was apologetic about yes. this and like whereas I thought she should have just been like she kind of said it a bit later on but she was like well you did get harsh critiques as well mm. so let's not be deluded here and I think she should have just said well I preferred Lemon's performance because it was better if, if, yeah. if that's what she felt and she she obviously did feel that because I think she was feeling a bit sheepish after the um after the whole shebang of the episode and then um so she did say that it wasn't to do with alliances and uh and then Jimbo was saying no shit like I mean I know you say she doesn't she, she doesn't shy away from confrontation but she did a bit as you said like slightly apologetic but then she was like well it actually was to do with um you know the judge's critiques as well weren't that great for i mean was janae jacquet not there when this all happened i mean delusions well apparently janae janae jacquet let's say let's say jj because that's what they say and that's what i've written in all my notes i've written jj because it's so much easier JJ, Joey J is gay, JJ. (laughs) Really? um, (laughs) Apparently she had a full song that she was lip syncing and dancing to with the reveals, but the lyrics were so racy that they made um, her, like they muted it. That's why the sound was weird on hers. And that's why she wasn't really lip syncing. It was quite odd. So I wonder if she was like, felt like she'd been done dirty a little bit. Um, Yeah. So it may have been partly to do with that. But yeah, also with Jimbo, with, on her season on Canada, they all knew each other. They'd all worked together. It was quite yeah. a small scene. So maybe she was more comfortable reading there. Whereas now they're all kind of strangers, not strangers to each other. They know each other a bit, but maybe that's why they're not wanting to go full claws out at this point. And not like Monique Hart, who's ready with her claws. Um, but uh, however, it was Blue <laughs> Hydrangea that comes out and says, did, did Jimbo throw the lip sync and do a, which is a, a hokey pokey, a hokey pokey version. And, and obviously that doesn't make any sense. But then Jimbo says how, um, how that she wouldn't have done a hokey pokey performance in front of RuPaul and a Spice Girl, which is true. And I think after today's lip sync as well, we realised that she just shitted it. Well, I love that Blue is doing this. She did it last week as well, but she's kind of just... When she's so, like, small and cute and sweet, she can kind of get away with just asking mm. the tough questions. I mean, this is the kind of thing that um, works well on a red carpet. You get all the hardened journalists who are too scared to ask something, and you get this little 21-year-old <laughs> yes. person who's like, ask the killer question. Sometimes you need to you need to package it in that so you can get away with it, and that is what Blue Hydrangea is. And then, you steal all, and then you steal all their answers and give it to the paper and say it was yours. Perfect. And they're, they're so small, you rest your dictaphone on the top of their head and you record everything. <laughs> that's happened to me a few times because I rested their arm say, on top of my head. I was going to say, that's happened to you. <laughs> I'm not really a reporter. I'm more of a shelf, really, on this, these red carpets. But there you go. A, di- a dick shelf. <laughs> <laughs> been left on the shelf as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rue um, announces, or rather the show announces, that it's Daisy Mae Cooper that is going to be the guest judge. I mean, we know she squirts, but do you know? Do you know her work? Well, I've seen little bits and bats of, is it, um, oh God, I forgot what it's called. Bits and bats. What's the show called? This town. No, this con- our country, this country. This country, yeah. Yeah, and the bits I've seen were funny, but for some reason I've never just sat down and properly got through it. Mm. Um, I've been at, where was where was the thing where she wore the dress that was like a football shirt? Into oh, a I think it was to the BAFTAs, I think. The TV BAFTAs. Yeah, I think I remember her making some funny speeches here and there, but I've never really been able to comment well, on that. She does a lot on um, Instagram, does Instagram videos about being like fat and uggs. And, um, and, you know, obviously we appreciate that. Oh, yeah, endless comedy there. Endless um, comedy. But yeah, she's a good judge. This is what we need on these versions. Well, I guess it's not a fully British version, but um, 
Yeah, the... it's near as damn it. Better than Avamax. That's what I always say. Uh, <laughs> that's what you always say since about five minutes ago. Um, so, <laughs> so Pangina. Then we go into the workroom again, and Pangina is you know brandishing her gold badge. Oh, bless these, bless these international queens getting a shitty badge. You, you know, it wasn't real gold. It was just you know gold plated or just just brass or something. I don't know. But it's Pangina. You oh. wouldn't say Vagina. I say Vagina like... all the fucking time. I say vagine, actually. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, she is it's like, it's, like, it's like a tagine. <laughs> a lamb tagine. <laughs> a lamb tagina. Especially with a gold, <laughs> with gold badge special. Uh, <laughs> but then they talk about, obviously, Jimbo being the only Canadian left. And then we get back into it again about how she says she was actually judging on talent. And then we get... Oh, one of my favourite bits of the whole episode when Monique goes, oh, I nearly started off with this, actually. She says, she says I mean, I know about your outfit, but like, I mean, are we, at a, are we at a drag brunch? It was like the first time of me in drag. That was shady shit. It was shady, but also it was some I call bullshit because we remember Monique Hart on season 10 mm. and she was immediately a fan favourite because she gave funny confessionals and mm. she was often funny in the challenges. But she, the thing that held her back often was crunchy out costumes. So, yeah. I mean, to act like she was at this level from the first time she was in drag. Honey, she has elevated. She has elevated. Come on. She's elevated. She has. Elevated. 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 Dela, Dela. But that's why I don't think she should be in a position to be calling anyone else's outfits too crunchy when she obviously had a checkered past herself with crunchy costs. I love a, che- I love a, che- I love a checkered past. <laughs> but um, I, I love a checkered shirt. I, I love a checkered flag. Uh, like we get in RuPaul's Drag Race. So um, so then obviously Ru comes in and, you know, after a nonchalant like video VT thing that she did like about 12 years ago that's vaguely alluding to what the challenge is going to be, uh, then she then comes in and uh, says it's going to be a ball with three looks. And I was thanking the Lord that there was only eight people left. Otherwise we might have had a uh, season 14, three ridiculous looks each bonanza. And I was thankful for that. Oh, God, yeah. The season 14 one, we had to have two bags of speed each. We were up for three days doing it. It was a nightmare. But this one... And eight bags um, of brown. 14 bags of brown between the two of us, actually, I think it was. Well, that was actually just the treat at the end, just for finishing. (laughs) (laughs) So the the categories are in the RuPaul ball. I mean, I love the fact that during all of this, like, RuPaul refers to herself in the third person, um, amusement. But um, the first look is going to be Kitty Girl, uh, a a outfit, which I quite liked. Uh, And then Butch Queen... It's quite close to Auschwitz. So. Yeah. Whoa. All right, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy Carr. <laughs> he needs to drive off. Um, so then we have... <laughs> He's broke down. He really has. <laughs> he has. Um, and then Butch Queen, a lady who knows how to put that bass in her walk. And then, of course, you wear it well. Mama Roo, from scratch, would wear it herself. What did you think of the categories? Okay, first of all, I don't like the fact that there's a kitty girl category. Why? Because... Because they did, um, on All Stars 4, they had a cat category. And some of the queens on All Stars 4, well, just Monique Hart, I think. Is she the only one? Yeah. She's the only one. But um, Oh, yeah. So she did that amazing Puss in Boots look. And now she's here doing basically the same runway again, mm. two years later. And I just think that's lazy. And there's plenty of other things you could have done. Talking I mean, of lazy, it then goes yeah. on to um, one of my biggest bugbears of this whole episode, Bag of Chips. Uh, moaning about how she doesn't want to do a sewing challenge and she's not feeling it and da-di-da. I mean, I can't. 
Well, I mean, she's very, very annoying to watch this episode because there are actually a lot of queens who would love to be on this season. I know a few queens that I've worked with who yeah. I write for who were, like, kind of on standby for this season. I won't name, name their names, but... Oh, name uh, names, come on. Or give us a... Or give us a Give us a little clue, come on. Just like Una Vin- Vinegar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you could have said but, fish and chips. <laughs> yeah, Vinegar and uh, other people were on standby and wanted to be on and wanted that. And we're really hungry for that chance. So to, I imagine to sit and watch Bag of Chips just... Mm. I mean, and, and let's be honest, was a sewing challenge that much of a shock, really? Especially when... <laughs> I know, you're it on does tend to happen. It does. Yeah, it does tend to happen. But but uh, vinegar plus bag of chips equals squidgy old chips in the bottom of the bag, which is what we <laughs> what we get this we get this episode. Well, the thing is, I mean, I I get it. If if it was me in bag of chips shoes, I would not be thrilled about a sewing challenge. And I, but I just think it's almost insulting to yes, the audience to to not like. I mean, you can. I remember Shangela. She can't sew on All Stars Three. She freaked out, but she still worked hard and tried her best. And it mm. still looked like shit. But at least she rooted for it. She knew she tried. With mm. Bagger, I just feel like she. We were rooting for her. Asked. Yeah, and it, it was a bit infuriating to watch. And she didn't even kind of make it funny because sometimes, like someone like Valentina, could almost check out of a challenge in a delusional way that was quite like fabulous yeah, but Bagger, it was it was it just wasn't cute it wasn't funny it was just a bit irritating yeah and Sh- even cheryl hole says oh, she's just a lazy old bitch <laughs> which i do well like. she is <laughs> she is <laughs> i know she and it totally is and it's like oh, i was getting real and you know i don't like it i was getting real gc vibes especially when she's like you know she's waltzing about the the workroom and she goes no offense to you but i've had to do films and tv and acting and you know and going on going out and about and being in the public eye and it's like what okay again i kind of said this last week but i do think people are missing that this is uh, a joke that bagger's doing i mean i'm finding bagger as irritating as the next person but this whole shtick about i'm the most famous woman in britain i live in the public eye all this stuff i think most of the time is very tongue-in-cheek as in like because she's so not glamorous she's playing up her character as if she's a star i do think like you said when she was mentioning the was it the pool and something else? I think that actually was her showing off, and I think that was annoying. It's because that's why that's why I mean about the GC. I mean, like that's what people always say. Oh, Demi Collins, like, ha ha, like you know, she's playing the character of the GC, etc. But like you know, sometimes you know your character morphs into your real person, and she's just a Marty cow. And I think that's what we got here actually, because I think she was actually back. Was actually quite rude, um, just like. Saying like you know oh you know it was cute when she said when Rue comes along oh I just wish it was the snatch game but it's like but even sat there with Rue saying saying oh I do know I don't want to do it like it's like what <laughs> and treating Pangina like a sweatshop child like are you projecting your Asian stereotype onto it because she's actually and triggering a host for of the franchise <laughs> not know. actually she's not here as a assistant person to stitch your clothes and not be thanked uh, but she did offer her money I think but I couldn't tell if that was genuine or not and it was just um it was just it was a joke it was a joke that I think has run on a bit too long already and it's only episode two and it just like it just stinks a little bit you know and I mean I have some controversial opinions later about Bagger but for oh, now well, I'll leave it at that yeah. okay well then um so I do so so obviously like Rue comes in to talk to them and that's it, it's nice I mean it's not so nice that they get them up by nation <laughs> other than the last dregs from each one but um I we're think... gonna go from best to worst country please <laughs> so 
But I think, <laughs> but I think Juju was just great in this bit. I mean, you know, I love her, but like, um, she's like, oh, and then she says, she says, because you love me and I have it. And Rue obviously just loves her. Rue does love her, but I mean, we all love Juju B, but if we're really a lot of the criticisms we're applying to Bagger, I mean, apart from the stinky attitude, but really a lot of this could be applying to Juju as well, because <sighs> but she never just... said she didn't want to, she didn't want to do it, or that she couldn't be bothered. She just said that she's not great at sewing, even after a decade. Maybe you could have learned, honey. Yeah, no, Juju never said that. But I mean, what we're seeing is clearly someone who's not trying very hard, and there are lots of reason valid reasons i can imagine for that and i think we'll speculate about them later but it's still a little yeah. bit that's two people in the competition we're watching i mean can't be asked. <laughs> well basically yeah and it's a bit <laughs> the, the the show is most exciting to watch when everyone is chomping at the bit for the crown and um and to see some of the ones who are really the the bigger names in the show be so half-assed is a little bit disappointing. Mm, it's slightly jarring to see them sort of like want to coast and think they can just get by on their name alone. Um, I mean, Bagger, not Gigi B because I love her. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, and then RuPaul says it's a game show, and suddenly we all remembered, like fucking, like series and series and decades later, it is a game show. But um, I did, however, love the bit where Jimbo was overcome with emotion about having, you know, had a one-on-one with with Rue. That was cute. And Juju oh, B, I loved uh, it. And Juju B was the one to come along and make it cuter. Do you know what I mean? I mean, obviously, Juju B has known has known Rue for many, many years. So it was just nice for her to be there and like and give hugs and stuff. Oh, Sam, we know Juju B is charming and likable. We've mm. known it for the last 17 seasons she was on. <laughs> we don't need to see it anymore. We need to see it if she's bringing it again, like she did in All Stars 5, where she showed she'd stepped up her game in Snatch Game, she'd stepped mm. up her runways. What we, what I personally don't want to watch as a Juju B fan is a decline. Yeah. If, if she can't do it anymore, I'd rather she just kept All Stars 5 her last mm. outing and ended it on a high with that beautiful finale runway. Yeah, I don't want now want to watch her back to season two, Juju, where she's basically just mm. kind of hoping to charm her way through it with shit clothes and. But I mean, hopefully, when a comedy challenge comes along, it'll all be forgotten. But yeah, true. But as I said, like I mean, I I liked the um the vulnerability of uh, Jimbo, who some can sometimes can come across as quite uh, haughty, let's say. And um, this was this was that was and a... warty, really, <laughs> if we're going to be honest, <laughs> and a bit and a bit bawty. Um, so and a bit pooty, no. Um, and that's then... a Canadian delicacy, Put- it... or poutine, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So then um, we have got Bagger, like oh, I don't know why this is the storyline, saying that she's turned a corner, even though she wasn't in the mood for it, but now she's going to try. Oh, that's lovely. I've decided to put 100% effort into getting Pangina to do it for me. And I've realised that <laughs> I need to focus on making her do it. Um, the amount of eye rolls and ooh, and ooh, like, I mean, from Bagger this episode is just like off off the scale. I know. And to, and in the end, it turns out that Bagger didn't have to be so defeatist because I think she can put something together. But um, so it made it all the more infuriating, really. Yeah, they played on it a bit too much, I think. Um, and I and I know some of the people on Twitter were saying the same thing about like, you know, that she's getting special treatment or like extra, you know, extra mileage on camera when actually like, you know, this isn't really what we want to see. 
Um, however, what we do want to see is Blue talking about gender confusion. I mean, this was really interesting, I thought. As in, like, you know, I, I'm not sure... I what... didn't find it interesting, but That's great. Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I mean, considering, you know, the trans debate, and especially when it comes to um, drag race as well, I think um, she was saying, and also um, Cheryl said it as well about... And then, obviously, Juju's there too to um, <laughs> give her tuppence in about, um, you know, being in drag and everybody wants to talk to you and then coming out, being out of drag and no one's interested or being in your hotel room on your own, etc. Like, I thought it was really interesting that Blue said that she just didn't feel like she was male or female, just like, um, that, and that must be confusing. If you do drag, often is the case, like Georgia's, for example, where you're like, you're full on femme, do you know what I mean? And, you know, and it's almost like a segue to becoming trans, like with Gia Gunn. Whereas, um, you know, if you don't feel like that it must be quite confusing yeah i liked that element of a lot of queens have said that on the show before that they feel that they neglect them their boy self because so much goes into the girl self i think just the thing with the with the non-binary conversation because we've heard queens talk about it a bit more eloquently like bimini divina de campo Mm. um chi chi good so i mean blue seemed to talk about this for a long time and the end conclusion was I, I have no idea and it's just like, oh, <laughs> I'm not male I'm, I'm not female I'm just blue I know and I don't like labels was the end conclusion so it's like do, do we need a full 10 minute powwow on that one or? and why'd you call yourself blue then if you don't like labels <laughs> I know I just think it was a bit just ugh. I mean if you've got if you've got a proper journey and identity come out of it then yeah well, we've had, truth, a, we've had a bit of a hoo-ha. I mean, I was on telly, actually. This a afternoon. blue ha A blue ha-ha. Talking about um, the Brits having, you know, getting rid of the male and female categories and just having Artists of the Year. And then Adele said, uh, on, you know, in her acceptance speech, you know, actually, Ra, I love being a woman. So people have seen that as, you know... I didn't actually know she was a woman until she <laughs> said that. So it was big news. But people <laughs> on Twitter have been like, oh, she's a turf. Oh, or like, or like, you know, the JK Rowling crowd grabbing hold of her and being like, you know, she's one of us. I mean, it's again, like, no matter where you look, there's this, there is this gender debate. It's a cultural, it's a cultural war right now. I mean, what did you think of the whole Brits thing? Well, I mean, I, I agree with Adele. I prefer the categories separate, but not because... Um, for me, it's more about... I what want, about Sam Smith? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want uh, women to be overlooked if... I mean, funnily enough, this year, obviously, Adele dominated. So, and that, But that probably is rare. Usually, it would be a male artist, I think, that might dominate some of those categories. And it might mean that a lot of women won't get their uh, moment to shine. But it, oh, they, they had a whole new those sh- categories, though, because like they had new, they had best dance act, which um, Becky Hill won. I mean, I didn't won. watch it to be fair. Maybe yeah, it was better. Yeah, yeah. they had they had uh, best dance act, which Becky Hill won. They it was four new categories: um, best R and B pop, which um, Dua won. So I mean, there was plenty of it, but like people just want to get up in arms about the gender debate. Yeah, I'm not up in arms about it. I mean, the Brits, I don't think it's compelling viewing anyway, regardless of what category it is. So I saw Anne-Marie fell over, so someone brought some entertainment, <laughs> but that was about it, I think. Oh, do you know what? Talking of falling over the Brits, I saw like um, a clip of Madonna falling over again, obviously, because they wheel it out every time. And um, and it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I originally thought it was. I always thought that she got pulled back and then fell on her back. But she sort of crumples to one side, though, doesn't she? That's why she was fine. Oh, she... No, it was really bad. Yeah, she got pulled back and she... Because she's fallen off a horse before. She knows how to fall professionally. Um, but yeah, it was it was a bad fall. She was very hurt by it. 
Um, we talk about it all the time, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna quote my friend. <laughs> all right then, we'll leave because I fell in a river on Sunday. Actually, did you? I did. I was in a forest on a forest walk, and I walked across a were log. You, were, and you, were you wait? Were you on your own, just wandering through a forest, or did we? I was with a... my partner and two <laughs> friends because we were having a Sunday dinner at ours, hosting, and they decided, "Oh, let's go for a walk in the forest beforehand, work up an appetite, even though it was raining." Uh, cut to me falling in the river, uh, like well, there's no what, other word. What for did it. you a slip? Twat. Did you slip down the bank? Did you Did you get soaked, or did you just like get your legs wet or something? Just my legs. I managed to stay upright. I like Madonna. I can fall properly, but I slipped on a piece of moss on the log. <laughs> moss, on moss, the, moss, I... <laughs> moss on the moss on the log. That sounds that sounds like a, a Jane Campion film. Moss on the log is all right, all right. Moss, <laughs> moss on, the on the log is. <laughs> At least you didn't like drift on down, like driftwood, like face down in the river, like you know, like 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 a dead child. Who says I didn't? It was two miles before they got me back. Yeah, <laughs> I coughed up a branch and a bag of brown. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, what I did think was funny as well as in when they're talking about Cheryl's outfit and it and it pans to it, it goes. Duh, duh, duh. That made me laugh as well. <laughs> It was like so mean. The, the murderer in a horror film. Dun, dun, dun. And it was like at that point it didn't even look that bad to me. But I was like, oh, am I meant to be horrified by this? Obviously later I realised yes, I was. I know, but that's quite preempting, which is the show doesn't do very often. Um so then Pangina like clearly helps Bagger and it's obvious, and then um and then also Jimbo's lending a hand as well. And um obviously people are a bit like, Ugh, really? Do you need all that help? It's not really fair. Well, Pangina has tweeted since this episode and said she didn't help that much. She just did a bit of the hemming. So apparently, um, according to Bagger and Pangina, Bagger did do most of the work on it. It was just kind of edited to look like she didn't. But I'm still sceptical as to what really happened. And also they edited it to make it look like she couldn't be bothered and didn't want to do it beforehand. So clearly there was, it was, I don't know, obviously the show wants us to like her, but this, didn't help. <laughs> well, some people on Reddit have speculated, and I'm inclined to agree, that because the dresses were left overnight and then in the morning they came back and baggers mm. had been done, that maybe one of the producers helped bagger. Because this has what? happened before. Because you remember when Trinity K. Bonet in season six had that comedy set that went really well, when she did um, about, you're running my lap, Bill, again. Um, it it actually turned out one of the producers wrote that for her. She didn't write it for herself. They helped her because they wanted her arc to have a bit of a triumph. Oh, so I they have been known to meddle before when they have a favourite. And Bagger, the fact, Pan, I believe Pangina isn't lying. And I'm, but I also believe Bagger couldn't have made this dress because we saw how shit she was in season one. And clearly, judging by her attitude, she hasn't changed much. I think some magical fairies helped her in this challenge. <laughs> Magical fairies. Well, there's enough fairies in this workroom, let's be honest. It's definitely a stretch, like a stretch you'd get from a Jimbo shaped uh, dildo. <laughs> um, so, right, and then we get, and then, and then, and then it's, it's runway time, and uh, Rue comes out looking like she was doing the Spring Has Sprung um, challenge from, from episode 14 of the main show. What did you think of the outfit? Um, to be honest, I cannot remember it, which is why it's probably a shit. <laughs> it was quite a good look, look, a cheap material and very flowery at the top. Oh, yeah, it looked like a design challenge one, which every now and then she busts one of those out. It looks very crafty, homemade. Mm, yeah. No, je, je n'impresse pas. Je n'impresse pas. Merci. Uh. 
Yeah. So, um, I mean, we love the fact that um, Daisy's super deadpan. She comes on and she's straight away like deadpan. Deadpan. Yeah, deadpan. Deadpan. <laughs> don't, don't, it's triggering. Um, so then we start, obviously, the ball and it is a lengthy. So we'll just go through. What should we, how should we do it? Should we do um, each person, then each one or all three for each person? What do you think? Yeah, should we say the person and then discuss their package? Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Monique Hart's outfit. No, let's start with, um, <laughs> let's start with, oh, Pangina. Pan, yeah? Is that right? Yes. Pangina. Um, Pangina, so, hit, hit for the first one with the creepy sphinx cat and the six teats. You? Yeah, the cat, the sphinx was one of my favourite of the cats. Although I didn't actually like the six tits. I thought it would have worked better without that because it was mm. kind of cool. And then the six tits kind of brought it to comedy. But yeah, it was a good look. Mm. I loved that one. I um, enjoyed her queen. Yeah, so queen that was of England. a hit. That was, I mean, that was funny and cute. And then the last one, I just couldn't help thinking, did you, um, did you give too much time to Bagger? That's exactly what I thought. I thought the pretend uh, everything the judges said I agreed with. It could have been great. The black tights threw it off, and yeah. it just needed more time, which is frustrating when she spent time on someone else. So I understand why it cost her the win because she was heading for a win there. Yeah, it's 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 Veronica Green all over again. Ugh, the tea, the tea. So then it's JJ up next with this weird shit Cleopatra thing with terrible makeup. Oh, that was terrible. It was awful. Um, it just looked like a Halloween costume. Oh, we've got Halloween all over the shop in this episode. So, um, I mean, that was just dreadful. Again, she bought it herself, so I don't know what... And, like, the makeup, like, the tiny little the tiny little cat mouth. A mouth like a cat's arsehole. It was rank, and I didn't like it. But then the orange is the new black realness manly thing. I, I loved that. The orange is the new Jack A. Um, yeah, I liked that one. I love anything prison related. Uh, so that was cute. <laughs> You're a sick, sick man. And then I did love her um, maid look. I didn't mm. know how much it was RuPaul, but RuPaul herself said she would wear it. So I guess that's all. That... And so did Michelle. I mean, I think it must be difficult to make a cat suit that fits that well, surely. Definitely. So I think apart from the other person who ended up winning, I think they were the best made outfits. So I did... And the third outfit that they make is always given a lot more weight than the ones they brought. So I, a lot of people don't understand why she ended up winning. For me, um, because of that last outfit, I think I get it. But that first outfit really did almost throw off the whole thing because it was not was not cute. Oh, no, it was dreadful. Um, so then talking of dreadful, here comes Cheryl Hole. I mean, this was like a, this was a whole flaming pile of shit. First up with that terrible... Crap cat outfits, very Halloween, really shitty, followed by the weird shitty kitty, shitty kitty, followed by that weird, like you know, flaming outfit. How is how is that, uh, butch at all? And then just the one she made. Oh, my days, just tell me what you thought. Well, I agree, but I didn't mind the butch one that much. I, I get cause, how like, is it butch because 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 well, butch people drive motorcycles, is that what it? Well, yeah, it's traditionally more masculine. I mean, if you apply that, uh, women could do it too, then none of it's butch. Because, I mean, like, nothing should be butch. But, yeah, it's something more associated with men than women. She looked cool. I didn't mind that. I agree the kitty was shitty. And the the third look was, I would say, the worst um, made look on the app. I mean, I think everyone's in agreement about that. It was, <laughs> it was, it, the thing is, if she hadn't had that drape thing on it, it still would have been bad, but it would have, she made that a lot worse than it needed to be. Yeah, she uglied up each and every element somehow. I mean, it was quite impressive, really. Her face looked good. That's as far as I can go. <laughs> that big round dish face that she managed to like <laughs> slap on with something that wasn't resembling a cunt. Um... <laughs> 
And so. then Jimbo. Oh, the weird tits of the liger. You know, I gave this a hit, actually. I gave Jimbo three hits across the board and mm. I thought her RuPaul was probably the best. I gave of, her as many hits as she had tits. Um, yes. Like, because the, the biker was some sort of like Thierry Mugler throwback from um, the Too Funky um, video for George Michael. Did you get that? I didn't get the reference, but I loved it. I loved how big the tits were. I loved the oh, handlebars. Oh. I loved that she did loads of different looks. I mm. thought she absolutely deserved the win, so... Oh, definitely. I mean, Jimbo is fucking slaying, slaying, slaying all the way. Literally. Not and... the lip syncs, but everything else. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no literally any, everything but that. And then the sparkly slit number was, was lovely. I mean, I didn't like her makeup, but um, it was a great it was a great make. Yeah, I mean, this would have been a good week to do the blackface she did in week one because it was for RuPaul. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but she did the hair no, really well. Babes. And I don't, I don't know why more of them, because the only ones I think who did it well were Jimbo and Bagger, who mm. got the RuPaul hair right. Mm. And it's like, I know it wasn't a... It wasn't a dress up. It wasn't a dress up like Ru though. Was but it? it helps if you're picking a dress yeah. that Ru's meant to wear. If you do a bit of RuPaul hair, it's not going to harm you. So I'm surprised more of them didn't do that. True that. True that. But then, um, then up next was Bagger, who gave me my own, the only thing that I gave a hit to of hers, which was the um, the bag purse. Well, I the bag the bagger purse, bagger I would say, purse. <laughs> was the best cat, cat look of the night. To be honest, yeah, so I was I was very shocked to see that she pulled it out. Mm. And then I didn't even hate the second look. I mean, I, I would give it a shit, but it wasn't like that bad. It was just a bit meh. And then no, surpri- no, the second look gave was my shit of the week. Shit of the week. It was. Ter- oh, my shit of the week would definitely be Cheryl's. No, the, no, this is my shit of the week. The terrible makeup. The like. The weird sort of like boiler suit. Um, I mean, what that was absolutely laziness personified. You can't tell me that she could have. She couldn't have gone up something better than that. No, I'm sure she could have. Um, but I think her third look was all right. And I know that she, I agree with everything we said about how the laziness and she probably didn't do it herself. But I mean, going by the judgment, I don't think Bugger should have been in the bottom. Which I know is what everyone's saying. Mm. If it's based on her attitude. Yeah. and laziness then yeah but they tend to just go by what they see mm. and i think bagger kind of put together a half decent package here so yeah I it wasn't deserved... bad i mean like but did she like did she like maybe hot glue those um all the diamonds on it or something because like they look they look you know professionally done so did did maybe pangina do those i mean i don't care. oh anyone can glue shit to shit i'm sure she managed that if she can't manage that then hang it up flat screen but yeah i think Overall, her fir- first one was the best. Her third one was decent. The second one, yeah, I agree, was not great. But, uh, I mean, I think we had much worse on the runway, so. Well, talking of worse on the runway, it actually wasn't. It was Blue Hydrangea. And I, I really liked the weird futuristic cat. Um, with, it was like a cross between a xenomorph from Aliens and a cat. It's odd. I don't really like it. And Blue does this alien thing so much that it's getting very tiresome. It's just She's like, very take cyber the dog, Very cyber dog. I know, and I don't really like it. I, I did think she maybe was going to win, though, this week, because I thought her third look that she made was quite good and quite cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was very similar to what JJ did, but not quite as good, I thought. Yeah, probably. And But then her second look, I would say, was my maybe my second favourite butch look. It was quite cool and different, and she sold it. Yeah, well, the black, so I thought the, it was a good the, week the, for Blue. The black and white, yeah, the black and white sort of, um, yeah, the retro strongman look. Yeah, that, w- that was good. Um, but it was, but the Butch Queen, I mean, the one who did it the best was Monique, surely. 
I mean, absolutely no doubt. And, and not only the best, probably the maybe the best look of the whole night. Wow, yeah. Hit of the week! I mean, I'll never forget that. And that's what you want it to be memorable. Yeah, I'll give it my hit of the week, absolutely. Did I give a shit of the week? Oh, yeah, Cheryl got my shit of the week. But, yeah, Monique absolutely slayed that. I didn't like her cat, though, especially because she did that last cat so well on All Stars. I, the did, Puss I did like it. I mean, I obviously, like, having that, that massive sort of cardboardy thing was, you know, looked a bit lumpish and, and clumsy. And But she said she was Luna from a Japanese anime. I didn't actually look up what, which one it was. But um, I get what she did. And, like, and it was certainly a lot better than some of the cat ones out there, you know. But why is it okay for her to paint herself black? Hey, why is that? <sighs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> and then, and then her last week, obviously, with this big red hair, was the uh, the green dress. I gave it a bit of a hit. Yeah, a bit of a hit. It's so annoying because it was so close to what the judges said was so true. It was so close to being amazing. And I think if if she just got it a bit better, I think she maybe would have won this mm. week. But um, I think there was just around the chest, there was a lot of flatness going on. And I think it just kind of ruined the whole thing. And, the, and quite the two bad hemming as well. And um, it's yeah. just, I mean, it must be very, I mean, if you're not, if you're not like literally au fait with doing, like it was, it was a good job. I mean, neither of us could have done that, but like, um, it doesn't look like professionally done. That's the only difference. But Monique Hart, in, in season 10, her first season, the first episode, she made a dress made out of playing cards that was so amazing. People like myself talk about to this day about how she should have won. Mm. So she can pull it out. So I'm, su- I'm surprised she didn't manage I to I think it, win would, it might be easier to work with playing cards because you're just putting them together as opposed to proper sewing. That's true, actually, yeah. It's probably just gluing them to a thing. Yeah, <laughs> gluing them to a thing. Right, so then we get into the judges, and then Rue says that Bagger and Blue are safe. I mean, so obviously there's a quite the hoo-ha about this. Is Bagger just lucky? Is it? Is it, you know, predestined? What do you think? I think it was deserved in this instance. I mean, people can say, because she was so annoying this episode, mm. she should have been in the bottom, but Drag Race doesn't tend to work like that. Like... You can act a fool in the workroom and then if you present well... I mean, remember Tyra Sanchez in season two? She was a horrible bitch all season. Yeah. But turned it out and won. Um, So I don't think Bagger deserved to be in the bottom. And I think a lot of it is biased because people are disliking her so much they wanted to leave and I kind of wanted to leave as well. But I give credit where it's due. Mm -hmm. So no no death threats, just, just, just yet. I sent one just because I, I like to be part of the majority <laughs> crowd. And, I mean, everybody gets but, one. I mean, obviously, because it's unfair otherwise. But, um, you know, you haven't given her a barrage like as even. usual. Yeah, exactly. Of course. So then um, I love, I love just, I just love Daisy's commentary. She says um, Pangina's Butch Queen was her hit of the week and that she was sort of turned on. Did she say um, hit of the week? She better yeah, not have done that. She did. Trademarked, say, bitch. Yeah, she did say hit of the week. She said it was a hit of a trademark, Daisy, a slag, but she did. And if then, she says um, Bagger Brown, honestly, the lawyers are on oh. to her. It's done. <laughs> but then she said she was getting kind of, you know, turned on by uh, the... by the, um, by the. She said that a couple of times, actually. Obviously, she said about Jimbo, too. I mean, like, I have been turned on by a Les in the past. Have you? Um, yes, it has happened. In fact, we mentioned Oranges and New Black earlier. Um, I used to love Orange is the New Black and you know Alex in the show with the glasses I used to oh um, my God, yeah. have a fantasy of her fingering my bottom <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy when I used to um, work in Australia this woman used to come in and she was a so butch and she used to come in in this um, 
like a baseball, like uh, you know, one of those ones with like big looping holes around the around the arm. Do you know what I mean? Like they're really. <laughs> and um, she's coming. She'd be like, "All right." And I'd like, and I'd stand behind the, t- I'd stand behind the tilt and be like, <laughs> oh, the gender revol- the gender roles were completely reversed, and I was so girly and like, oh, she'd be like, hey, hey, doll, and I'd be like, oh, hiya. <laughs> it was so weird. And then like, it was another time when I remember I was at a lesbian club and there was this um beautiful butch lesbian like you know, and she had a shaved head and she had like oodles of like some really nice man cologne on and i was like putty in her hands it was so bizarre no i get it sometimes they're more masculine than the men and it's just like it's masculinity that i tend yeah to well, exactly to, not... yeah me too and they and they just exuding this sort of masculinity is like almost like really confusing i felt like blue hydrangea i was a girl or a boy <laughs> Especially in America, they get the studs, don't they? Oh. With shaved head. And yeah. Like, oh, very, very sexy. Defo sexy. I mean, actually, I was talking uh, to some friends the other day about um, Pornhub, and there's a porn star who is a trans man. I don't know if you've seen him on on any porn charts and it's like and it's basically like you know i haven't send me a link oh getting proper smashed and really big like big muscles like quite beardy getting smashed and and there's there's a fanny i mean you know what it's 2022 let's roll with it (laughs) i thought you i thought i thought thought you fell off the couch there (laughs) (laughs) i was actually halfway through watching the videos just just finishing my wank and i'll be right with you (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's gender diversity all the way on United Queendom this week. Um, so Daisy also <laughs> loves Cheryl in a weird way. Um, this was odd. I mean, she's almost said, pitying way, really. I know because then when they give her critiques, later she like looks like she's going to cry. It's really odd, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's like it's like. What well, do you know her from before? I mean, I don't get it. And she says like, you know, she likes she likes the third outfit because it makes because it. She's seen like you know friends in the friends in Weatherspoons, you know, darling their ex boyfriend wearing that outfit. I mean, it's not really a it's not really a compliment when you look like Daisy, is it really? No, I've seen homeless people in that outfit, so I love it. Honestly, it's like mm. no. no. I think there was a camaraderie, and Daisy liked the um, the underdog sort of thing that she's emphasis on the dog that um, that Cheryl's <laughs> Cheryl's you know projecting. Um, yeah, it's like when Cherry loved something wrong. Do you remember that? It's like, it's yeah. almost an act of charity at some point. But. Mm. So then, um, wait, we've, we've, gone, we've gone too far. Uh, wait, we, did, we didn't even do Juju B, did we? <laughs> well, that says it all. Because Juju B, first of all, the cat look was, n- there was no cat to be seen, apart from the one she apparently was No, there was a very subtle cat head on her shoulder. Yeah. Oh, was there? Yeah. Well, it was so subtle, I didn't fucking see it. I didn't see any cat head. No. I saw no pussy. Yeah. No pussy was seen. And then the second look, the butch one was, she, was, she, she even said she's like, it's it's a New Year's Eve party sort of thing. and um, Pathetic. I know. And then the last one as well was kind of ill-fitting. And basically, yeah, Rue and Michelle come for her, like, in a big way. And, and she says that, you know, she hasn't arrived yet. And Alan does a funny joke about, um, about how the real Juju was like, trussed up in a uh, in a closet somewhere going help um but like that's the thing like rue says that it was these, i mean there's quite harsh harsh critiques this week um rue says that there's high expectations she isn't holding up her end of the bargain sort of thing and juju's like yeah well the uh, maybe great juju will be here soon i mean 
Well, I hope so, because I remember in All Stars 4, Manila, um, on her second week, was a bit shit, and the judges read her and were like, what are you doing? You're a legend. Mm, mm. And then after that, Manila won the next few challenges in a row. And then afterwards, in an interview, Manila said it was actually strategic. She thought if you peak too soon, mm. um, the other girls will vote you out because they see you as a threat, which obviously, ironically, ended up happening to her anyway. <laughs> yeah. So maybe there's a small chance Juju was doing that, but to be honest, everything about Juju is suggesting that... I mean, here's my defence for Juju. Please. She has done three seasons. She's just done Queen of the Universe. Mm-hmm. She These things cost a lot of money. There's no prize money for UK. Juju already is beloved by the fan base. She doesn't... Mm. She probably knows at this point she's never going to be crowned because otherwise it would have happened by now. Mm. Maybe she's just like... Wants the fee. I'll do it. I'll come. But I'm not, like, busting a gut again. I've, I've put my head on the chopping yeah. block. And also, she's not been on the BBC before, and this is like prime time BBC. So, I mean, that's that's a, that's a win for Juju, isn't it? Really? Yeah, and she might just think, oh, when the mm. comedy challenge comes, I'll have my redemption. Um, mm. Or regular regular listener Sam said that maybe she was just literally like she got the call like two days before she had to go, and like and literally was just bundling clothes into a bag, <laughs> hoping for the best. I think that did happen because I think she did replace Manila, who dropped. I think I believe dropped out, but um, still. Um, we have to judge on what we see and what we saw this episode from Juju definitely was deserving of the bottom yeah and, to be and we a- do and I say drop me out I would have probably sent her home even though Cheryl was technically worse just because Cheryl has the mm. fight to stay and Juju doesn't really yeah totally to. and I and I, I did really I, I loved the critiques of Monique critiques of Monique when he, when critique Ru, when Ru, yes. when Ru says and Ru says I mean we can all see and Monique goes we can all see yeah <laughs> <laughs> she is everything <laughs> that was a great self-read I loved it um anyway so then we find out that Pangina Pangina oh fuck's sake Pangina and Monique are safe JJ and Jimbo are at the top and it's Cheryl and Jujubee in the bottom. And Jujubee is so sweet in, um, sorry, and you know I love her. She's like, I could have, she says in her VZ, I could have tried harder, but I just didn't. <laughs> I know, what kind of excuse is that? <laughs> I know, I know. So, so mum's been going through like loads of stuff. Um, obviously like, She's gonna move house and stuff, and there's loads of old papers, and there's and she's come she's come across like loads of old school reports of mine, and they're just like, and so many of them are like, you know, he can he can do it, but he can't be bothered. <laughs> and I'm getting that's why I like Juju B because it's like you've got it and you've got it and you know you've got it, but like meh. <laughs> I know, but I just think if you're gonna do that, you have to own it and give a no fucks given attitude. That was an own it. She said I could have tried, and I just didn't. That is owning it, surely. No, because she sounded disappointed in herself. Like, she wished she had tried. So it's like, well... Mm. Yeah, I, I guess so. And the, Anyway, and then Cheryl um, Cheryl comes for Bagger and says, I didn't get the help like Bagger did. Ooh. And then and then Bagger obviously says, I'm really proud. I made it myself. I know. I mean, I get why Cheryl's annoyed, because you would think, oh, it's so annoying that Bagger got help and then she got saved. Well, but... Bagger's this big name. And I think that, you know, she did get the help. And I think because obviously maybe Cheryl's saying that she wasn't waltzing around the workroom going like, meh, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. That nobody helped her, which is probably the case, you know. I know. And then for Cheryl, it must be very, you're in the bottom two against Jujubee, one of the most beloved drag race mm. stars of all time and none of your UK sisters are in the top so that must mm. be a very 
yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I love what I love what Monique says about Bagger that she looked like a hot pocket wrapped in tin foil. I mean, so <laughs> she says that hey, she's never seen a queen that wears a corset and still has no silhouette. But um, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like you say, but like you say, like I mean. It's just sad for Cheryl because, like, you can't, like, it's almost, I mean, if I was Cheryl, I mean, I'm not Cheryl, but I would be like, look, I'm, I'm not going to go up against you. Gigi, you're the queen. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> well, I would have fought even harder if I was Cheryl. I'd say, listen, Juju doesn't want to be here. She's been lazy. She's been crap. Mm. And I'd say, she bitched about you, 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 and you. She said, you, you should die. <laughs> wow. Underhand. But uh, talking of underhand, I feel like Jimbo is, there's a, there's a, a not very nice side of Jimbo in this, in this whole section where she's like come and beg for me oh well i don't blame her for just trying to do alliances because i mean as anyone the all-star seasons have meant that Mm. if you keep winning like jimbo has it means that you're a target so it makes sense to kind of try and defend yourself she says it to to cheryl and to juju like if i save you like am i good and have i got one and you know got one in the bag i mean but you have to say it to both because if one of them said no and Mm. one of them said yes you're like well i'm definitely saving you I, I mean, why Jimbo asks anyway? Because, I mean, she's not going to win any lip sync, so it's yeah, all I, redundant. Well, clearly, I mean, like, but also, I don't I didn't like it when she says, like, when Juju's getting out and she's like, oh, can you leave a drink? I'm still thirsty. Ugh. That was kind of, and Juju's like, oh, okay. It's like, I know, Juju's won't even have alcohol in she's sober now. So it's like, like what, what, what leave her Ribena? Yeah, her, her warm, be- her warm non-alcoholic Bina. But like, um, <laughs> like Jimbo's got this weird sort of like power trip. I mean, like, it's just, it's like one of those experiments you see on TV where like, you know, they give people power and they like turn into fucking Nazis within like two minutes. It was like, it was totally that, corrupted straight away. Yeah, you can see it's going to a head. To be fair, mm, and it's not pleasant. So, um, so we come out to the we, then we come out to the lip sync, and it's to the L L A Toya Jam of Supermodel. I mean, what did you think of the song? I mean, it was a weird choose. Well, it's something we've all been wishing for for, <laughs> for a long time. A classic. <laughs> no, it was. I mean, I obviously love the original RuPaul song, but we've had that quite a few times in early seasons. So I guess they tried to mm. mix it up literally with a remix. But um, so yeah, it's fine. I thought Janae Jan- Jukai did really well. I, I loved she- her outfit. Yeah, and her actual lip sync, her mouth was so tight. Like it really looked like she was singing the words. Which <laughs> she had a mouth, like a, a mouth like a cat's arse. It was so tight. She did. She was clean, and uh, it felt like she missed a few of the words. Not like a cat's ass, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jimbo was better than last week. But, but she still just, shit. she's giving very drunk aunt at wedding type, oh, just yeah. spinning round, and she just tried the like, death well, drop. Well, which she was looked funny, really but... clowny, like, and it was really clowny. And then obviously it finishes, and she's actually she actually does this, like one of the funniest lines of the whole week, which she goes, "I'm absolutely devastated. I wanted to win," and that was quite funny. I found it really funny when she did the RuPaul laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she's really making the most of every moment on TV. Oh, she totally is. And um, anyway, no, the, the, oh no, that line I just said wasn't from her. It was from, uh, it was from Cheryl, who um, who then obviously gets booted off. Shanae Jacquet. I think both of them chose must have chosen Cheryl. Sadly, but um, she goes up. It's so weird. Like she comes dancing into the workroom, <laughs> and then does a VT going, just laughing and smiling, going, "I'm absolutely devastated." Okay. I know. I was really. I would have been sad to see either go, but I think 
it wouldn't have upset me as much with Juju because I don't think Juju would care that much. Whereas Cheryl, I could tell, mm. would be gutted by this. No, I want more I Juju. Th- sorry. Because I watched her in Panto, Cheryl, at Christmas. She was so good. Um, I bet if an acting challenge comes up, I bet she would have been really good at it. Maybe not one, because there's some powerhouse mm. actors in this, but... I yes. don't know, it's a shame. It's a shame for Cheryl Hall. Well, talking of acting challenges, I think next week looks like it's, there's going to be acting in it because it's the West End Wendy's, the Rusical. <laughs> oh, the Rusical. I mean, this should be Chimbo's again, really. And But also, Juju, like, there's a good clip of Juju and it looks like she's going to smash it. So, I mean, you know, I mean, even, even Juju can't laze her way through not performing well because she does. Well, she did last week. So and she did on Queen of the Universe. You haven't seen it, but she went first. No, in I that haven't. As well. What is it? she went first? Well, they had twelve queens and six of them got cut on the first episode, and one of them was Juju. She did a terrible version of Ariana Grande into you, which we lip synced to at the Q event. And oh, she was, happy! Sorry memories. for spoilers, but she was chopped. <laughs> I was going to do a review of it on the Patreon, but I didn't because we've been doing five seasons of Drag Race a week. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she. I wouldn't bank on Juju, mm. but I would predict a top two next week of Jimbo and mm. sadly maybe Bagger because Bagger can can sing and Bagger and Bagger gets a um, Bagger gets a final word saying oh that really boils my piss, which is British all over. And you didn't mention Bagger did say much better again this week, which I mean. Well, if somebody else said much better. They said that Bagger's dress was much better. No, Bagger said it in the untucked thing at one point, didn't she? Oh, maybe someone said it and she repeated it. But I mean, Uh. what else is there left to say at this point? (laughs) I think think maybe uh, we could click it out. That's the last thing to say. Oh, yes, that's right. Click it out. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Click it. Click it. Click it. Click it. Click it.